Dr. Zach William and Flat Creek Baptist Church as we dive deeper into God's Word in this podcast titled New Horizons. Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams, on another episode of New Horizons, the daily radio and podcast ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia. It is always my greatest joy to open up God's Word and just share with you what God is teaching me. And as I tell you all the time, I hope that this is just a launching point for you. I hope that this is just, you know, daily you you, you take time to listen, but then you get deep into God's Word on your own and allow God just to speak to your heart. Today, I want to introduce you to a man named Joseph. If you'll go in your Bibles to the book of Matthew chapter number one, Matthew chapter number one, we're introduced to a man named Joseph. Now, what's interesting about Joseph is Joseph is in the line of David. And you remember that God had given David a promise that there would be one from his family, one from his line that would sit on the throne in Jerusalem forever. And it's a messianic hope and a messianic expectation that the Savior would come through the line of David. So throughout Jewish history, they're looking at this line and they're awaiting that king who's going to come and is going to be in the likeness of David, but not just in the likeness of David, in the line of David, and is going to be the promised Messiah that that God, the Father, has said would come. Well, you come to the book of Matthew, and, and you enter in the book of Matthew, and you immediately are met with this genealogy. Now, just imagine, if you will, that you're a Jew, and you're reading this genealogy. This genealogy is going to mean something to you, because you're going to see all of these names, and you're going to remember God's covenant with his people. And so you begin to hear names like Jesus Christ, Son of David, Son of Abraham. That's verse 1. And then all these names... Abraham fathered Isaac, Isaac fathered Jacob, and you you come on down, David fathered Solomon by Uriah's wife, and then you come on down, verse 12 through uh, 16, and you start to you start to to find these these different kings and these different people that lived, And, and then you come all the way down to verse 16. And when you get to verse 16, you hear, and Jacob fathered Joseph the husband of Mary, who gave birth to Jesus, who is called the Messiah. So way on down the line here, we come to this man named Joseph, who's in the line of David. He's he's the husband of Mary. And the Bible says that Mary gave birth to Jesus, who's called the Messiah. Now notice, when you read your Bibles, if you'll open up your Bibles today and look in Matthew 1, you'll notice that over and over again, Abraham fathered. David fathered, Solomon fathered, Hezekiah fathered, all these different names uh, that you will find, fathered, 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 this guy fathered, this guy, and then this guy fathered, this guy, all the way down until it gets to verse 16. And in 16, it says, Jacob fathered Joseph, the husband of Mary, who gave birth to Jesus, who is called the Messiah. Notice that it never says that Joseph fathered Jesus, which is important because We know that the Lord Jesus had no earthly father. His mother conceived as a virgin and gave birth to a son. Jesus was not tainted by the sin nature of an earthly father. And so here we are. We see this here in the text. Matthew's pointing it out. 
from the very beginning. Joseph came, and he was the husband of Mary, but Mary gave birth, not that Joseph fathered. But I want you to read the story, verse 18. The birth of Jesus Christ came about this way. After his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, it was discovered before they came together that she was pregnant by the Holy Spirit. So they're engaged and understand in Old Testament Jewish customs that would be uh, what's called uh, a betrothal and then there would be a marriage. And so this was normally a year period in between. The betrothal is when they make their vows to one another. They're, they're considered legally married, but at that moment they do not... Um, uh, they do not have sexual intercourse and seal the union of that marriage uh, on that day. Instead, what happens is the husband leaves and he goes away for normally about a period of a year in order to build a dwelling place for him and his bride. And after that year is up, he goes back and he gets his bride, brings her home, and then they seal the marriage through sexual intercourse and those things. And so, and so it's very natural that the Bible would say that, you know, that even at this point, she's, she's engaged to Joseph. Um, she's betrothed to him. She's going to marry him, but they've not come together. As a matter of fact, if they came together in this time in sexual intercourse and they were found out, both of them could be stoned to death. Okay, so, so here we go. Joseph... He knows this, this baby's not mine. I mean, he, he finds out she's pregnant. And what's the story she's telling? The story she's telling is, I saw an angel, and the angel said that I'm going to bring forth the Messiah into the world, and the Holy Spirit's going to conceive a baby inside of me. Now, you can imagine being Joseph. He knows in his own heart he hasn't been with her. But she's pregnant now. Now, what's the first thing that's going to come into your mind? Yeah, right. An angel appeared to you? Okay, okay. Um, who, who, who you been with, Mary? That's kind of what's going to pop into your mind, right? Because, I mean, honestly, I mean, it's not every day a virgin conceives. Let's just be honest. That's something that's never happened in the history of humanity outside of the story of Mary. So this isn't something that happens every day. And so you can imagine Joseph's uh, his, his, his hurt. His sadness, also probably some anger. You know, why, why is this happening? This was my, supposed to be my wife. And, and then what man has she been with? And then the Bible says that Joseph decided, because he's a righteous man, that he did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he just decided to divorce her secretly. Okay, so, so Jewish law called for her stoning. If she's called an adultery, well, she's pregnant now. She's not, she's not married yet. But, but it says divorce, and that's because they are betrothed. So legally, legally, they, they, are, they are considered married even though they have not come together and consummated the marriage. And so he's going to have to legally divorce her, but he doesn't want her stoned because he's a righteous man, and, and he's just going to let her go away in disgrace privately. She'll have to live with this. And then the Bible says what? But after he considered these things, so he's pondering them, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife because what has been conceived in her is by the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you're to name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Now all this took place 
to fulfill what was spoken through the Lord through the prophet. See, the virgin will become pregnant and give birth to a son, and they will name him Emmanuel, which is translated, God is with us. When Joseph got up from sleeping, he did as the Lord's angel had commanded him. He married her, but did not know her intimately until she gave birth to a son, and he named him Jesus. So you see this now, that Joseph does what? Like Mary, once he sees the vision and hears what God's going to do through them, Joseph says, okay, Lord. If this is what you desire, if this is your plan, if this is how you're going to bring the Savior into the world, and if somehow I am connected to that, I take the responsibility in full. I humbly come before you to serve you that the world might know the Savior that you're sending. Just like I told you yesterday with Mary, may we respond in the same way. Even when it's a head-scratching moment, and when we, even when we don't fully understand how God's doing these things, let us, like Joseph, say, okay, God, whatever you say, however you plan to do it, I will willingly submit, follow you, and do your will. Friends, may we all respond like Mary and may we all respond like Joseph. May God bless you. I love you. And I'll see you tomorrow.